ready to go? Yeah. Or have, have we already started and we don't even realize it? Well, we haven't announced ourselves, so let's do that. Nope. Okay. Hi, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of, uh, what are we in? August? August 14th. August, yes, August. 2019. Uh, I, I will use the Wednesday date because that is tradition for Wednesday is the Geek Sabbath. <laughs> I'm Jen. Yeah, maybe when this is coming out, maybe. Oh no, I'm David. It, it'll be out when it's out. Uh, it'll, it'll happen when it happens. Today. Yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, going through a lot of uh, upheaval, starting a new job, which is all very exciting, but we're pinning down a, a regular schedule and I'm trying to remember what month it is again. Uh, but the good thing is, uh, that means money. Money is good. Money buys toys. Uh, money buys toys I can talk about on Yay. the show. Yay! Yeah, yeah, and, and hopefully doesn't need to go to a new microphone, although mine's been a little wonky lately, or... Audacity has been weird, so I don't know. But hey I did man, get toys, yay. I might just that. have, like, a big fancy podcasting rig in my next apartment. Ooh, neat. I could spend money on that. Anyway, so we will talk a lot about spending money. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, after that, we will talk about some comic books, because there's some comic books there. Okay. They exist. <laughs> they continue being... Okay. Uh so yeah, I guess the the big ticket item uh would be that Unicron. Oh yes. Uh that had just been uh I guess announced to the world uh last time we recorded. Uh it's yeah. the the funding uh it's it's lagging a little bit. Well, uh, well that's the thing. Well, if it's if it's anything like Kickstarter's like at the start you get a bunch of people subbing for it, and then mm. it dips down, and then it arcs back up at the ending. But but usually it should like what are we like halfway through it? It should be like halfway funded. Mm -hmm. Probably it's not, is it? It's well, it's got twenty days left. Uh, out of eight thousand backers, oh. uh, as of right this moment, it is at two thousand four hundred and six. Uh, I have not okay. personally pitched in for that yet because my first big new job paycheck went for like new job clothes and stuff. But uh, I I am uh, budgeting to pitch in for this by the end of the month. Uh, so I guess that'll bring it up to two thousand four hundred and seven. Uh, oh. I know there are people on uh, Twitter. And I've noticed that the the whole like market for selling transformers really seems to have or just secondhand toys in general really seems to have moved over to Twitter, uh, which is interesting, but you know, eBay is a morass. Uh, as someone who's hmm. done a lot of selling on eBay, eBay is a morass. Uh so yeah, there are people who are running sales threads on Twitter uh, specifically to get money put together to pledge for this Unicron. Uh, and so other people are saying, hey, if you want to help get this toy made, but you can't afford $600 for a single goddamn toy, uh, yeah. you can help these people out by buying some of their stuff. Uh, so that that yeah. is a thing to look for. That's kind of, I, it's, it's just so much. It's a lot. 
you know though we've got we've got friends who are like oh i i can't justify paying a month's rent on a on a single transformer and i'm like where do you live because i would like to live somewhere where i yeah i mean admittedly when i was where i used to live this was about my rent on a nice but old uh a a two-bedroom place in a nice but aging neighborhood uh, or, so, or it's a fraction of a month's rent if you live in New York City. Yeah, or where I live, where I'm probably looking at dropping at least a grand, but we'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, this is it's a lot of money, uh, but it's a lot of toy. I mean, I I forget whether I mentioned last time uh, that I had been thinking about how I'd need to get like one of those old entertainment center cabinets. That they made <laughs> yes. for when you had like a huge CRT, uh, and just mm. use that to display him. And, you know, my, my mother mentioned that a lot of the like Facebook furniture sales, uh, groups that she frequents, uh, those tend to show up pretty cheap. So <laughs> because no one has TVs that particular form factor anymore. Uh, so that, that may be something going in my new apartment. Uh, (laughs) assuming. It's, yeah. I kind of do want this, this to succeed, I guess. I just, I wish they'd started with something a little bit smaller. Like if they'd started with, here's a big Scorponok. I might have gone for that. But I. But starting with Unicron, the biggest thing, and it look, it looks really good, but it doesn't look perfect is the problem. Like the face. Isn't that accurate to the original movie because it doesn't have the pointy chin because of some reason or another about transformation, supposedly. Something about how they would have to make it rubbery and yeah. Yeah, well, who cares? Yes, he's supposed (laughs) to have a pointy goatee. He's evil. Yeah, it's true. That's how you know. It's not the, it's not the planet eating. It's the goatee. That's how you know he's evil. I mean, I'm hoping that they're like next year's titan is going to be scorponok or something along i mean i guess scorponok has always been a little bit smaller as a toy at least like you know a leader class uh although although, I, i did see somewhere although it may just be a rumor that like the the accounts that are or the the people that put in already doesn't they're not counting like some retailers they're gonna get it like I guess like Big Bad Toy Story or Entertainment Earth or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not counting towards them. Like they've sent in like what they would order if it gets happened. So mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't have to get over to the however many thousand it needs anyway. But uh, I, I am sort of Although curious. I think. Hmm? I mean, I think everyone is kind of curious to see what will happen if it doesn't make it. Yeah, well, it, it depends upon how far away from the the goal it misses. Yeah, is usually the thing with like ki- like some Kickstarters, like if they get real close, it's like ah, fuck it, we're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Or some people get together to like double up and fix it at the end. Mm-hmm. Although I I think the the cook what what are these even called? These not Kickstarters on the pause. They're pulse Has lab. Has lab. I keep forgetting that because it Has does lab. not stick in the brain as to what it should be. But yeah. I think the Cookie Monster is doing even worse. Yeah, well, I don't know. See, it, it I... looks neat, but I don't want it. <laughs> I, I have, 
I have the kind of uh, family issues that make me say, well, that's because people don't want to spend money on their small children. But I, I assume that some well, parents actually well, like that's not who's gonna spend, like, spending money on their children. For Well, th- that's possible. But, like, no, no, the, the people I know who are interested in the Cookie Monster, well, I don't think they bought it, are more people who are into puppets and things. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, is that the Cookie Monster doesn't have a really good, solid demographic. Uh, I mean, there's kind of people with little kids and too much money to buy their little kids, things like this. Uh, but then, you know, there are only so many of those. Uh, but that target well, no, also, is a lot like, lower. That one's that one's a $300 yeah. one, and it only needs 3,000 backers, but it only has 441. Yeah, that's... Well, also the thing, like, it looks really cool. It's, like, the best-looking Cookie Monster, but it's not actually a puppet, so... And right. The puppet people would prefer to be able to puppet it. At least I don't <laughs> think it works as a puppet. They want there to be puppetry involved. That is, I, I never really looked that close at this, but... You know, it's yeah. No, neither did I. Neither. It's, it's a tangent. A... Let's move on to something else before we tangent too much into cookies. <laughs> into Cookie Monster, yeah. So anyway, yes. Unicron, he's not doing too well, but still got twenty days. Fingers crossed. Uh, I will probably pitch in for it because I'm also like just realizing that I could totally buy Titan Omega Supreme just for the countdown. And I would just be buying <laughs> Countdown because of some fan fiction I read in 1993. So there. Well, Countdown's, Countdown's kind of more interesting. I mean, uh, Mega Supreme does get more fiction, but it's kind of dry. Yeah, to be fair, now, Omega Supreme Except also does one. tend to be written as the kind of character I love. By which I mean, he's just very large and sad. <laughs> yes. See also anyway, uh, Fortress Maximus. Uh, so yeah, other large, maybe not sad things, but large things. Uh, there was this, I guess, sort of like a a fan Twitter meme going on about Seacons uh, before Unicron, uh, and it looks like they yes. will probably get their wish, uh, at least on a technicality. Yeah, well, the, the- at least some of them are like, um, well, I should probably do that right after this podcast. Actually, pre-order the two of them that are on the Pulse right now. Yes. Turtler and Gulf, uh, well, that's their Japanese name. Uh, Snaptrap and Scalor. I love Scalor. that his Japanese name is Turtler. <laughs> yeah. It's Turtler. I guess it's Turtler. I don't know if it's Turtler or Turtler. Uh, but yes. Uh, well, you'd have to listen to the song again. You know, I would, I, I think would it's say something about how, oh, why, why are they using Japanese names when these characters came out in the U.S.? But they didn't actually really do anything in the U.S., whereas they were like at least somewhat of a threat in Master Force. So. Yeah, well, they, they were a threat for a bit and then they got cut off. They did it. Some stuff in the comics they were on the, the the resort island thing. Yes. That part was interesting. Although admittedly they didn't really do a lot there. They were just oh shit, menacing shark monsters. Yes, 
they they got a a Budiansky drawn cover. Uh, but yeah, so ah, you can get. I I do think it's really cool that Hasbro Pulse is doing this Japanese exclusive stuff just as a direct sale thing. Uh, I know they tried something like this a very very long time ago, and by a very very long time ago, I mean Beast Wars, uh, <laughs> which mostly I just recall them making uh, Shadow Panther available for U.S. purchase. Oh, uh, that's through, how like, that happened. A web oh. thing. Uh, and, you know, that did sort of disappear, but, you know, it's 2019. Things are different now. Uh, yeah, also, the things, things on the internet are easier to buy. That, that's what people do. Also, you can uh, pre-order Masterpiece Lyo Convoy in case you just really wanted a Masterpiece Lyo Convoy for some reason. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's some other things, and then there's rumored things, like there's... There's noise and graphy. Oh right, the little cassette guys. I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, and and there's lots of random toy things like like the Rumble and Frenzy and and the cassettes are out in like stores now. It's like, wait, what? Why? We're getting new ones. Why are you bringing back the old ones? But noise and graphy are kind of interesting. Noise and graphy are less interesting because you can have them now. (laughs) It's like, oh, I can just buy them. They're not. I mean, they're not like a a wholly lost treasure. God, I think it was like. John Runsky at BotCon had a pair at his table for sale for a few consecutive years for like $400 for the pair. And that was, yeah. that was at a time that it was at a BotCon where I bought, uh, I bought Metal Hawk sealed for 50 bucks. So yeah, this is well because they're smaller and they probably were less of them made and it's more it makes more sense that they're more coveted because they're a little odd at and ends. Yeah, I mean, they're... Metal Hawk who... It's, it's like the... Uh, the headmaster heads that were just the heads, for instance. They're just like a little thing oh, that were a much lower... Yes. Probably a much lower production run. Uh, but the important thing is, Graffy's box art makes him look adorable, and I have just always been absolutely enamored of him. And I'm very glad that I can actually have a chance to have his toy, even though it's probably going to be like the time I was very, very excited to find all the the uh, 2001 Robots in Disguise uh, combatrons just to get them home and realize they were actually just combaticons. I mean, I knew it. Are there any other? I just didn't know it on a deep level. Yeah, yeah. Until you get that. Um, are there any other confirmed toys that are coming out? Because there's two. Well, two that are uh, sort of rumored, but they're pictures of the toys, so I guess they're definitely coming out. Well, there's the reflector set. Uh, that. Oh right, yeah. Is definitely a reflector set. Uh, Which I. There's I want this... them, but I also don't need them. Yeah, I mean they're they're neat. Uh, there's the yeah. Studio Series uh, Lady Motorcycle Pack, uh, which is cool. And oh, apparently yeah. they're going to be small because all three of them are $120 pack. So, Yeah, somehow they're a deluxe altogether. That, that's confusing. And they, they don't seem that actually... Well, they're smaller than a deluxe, but there's three of them and they're bigger than you would expect. Like, altogether yeah. they seem more mass than a deluxe. It's surprising. 
And wow. Yeah, but they don't combine, so. Hey. They're all different molds. I hadn't looked that close yet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they probably share some parts somewhere, but they're almost entirely different from each other. Oh, that's. It makes me wish I liked movie toys more. I mean, I guess it's possible I might yeah, get I them know. anyway on principle. <laughs> For the uh, five seconds they're on screen. Yes. Uh, no, but so there's a bunch of new stuff you get on the Pulse, and then there's the Unicron, and then there's rumored toys that are coming because we have pictures of the toys, although maybe the the hot shot was actually announced. I don't know. There, there are a bunch of pictures of, hey, we're getting a hot shot from the Hound Mold, which we kind of knew because, like, wasn't there a picture of his head on his box art or something? Well, yeah. there was, there might have been something like that. Uh, the thing was that there was, uh, there was like a a leaked list that someone put out there of well that upcoming happens all the time toys. yeah that's the thing is that happens all the time and it's not always correct but the hilarious thing was that all of it proved to be correct for the longest time except the hot shot uh and and David Willis was very <laughs> <laughs> Annoyed. I, I like to it. think that they put that on the list just to upset him specifically. Uh, yeah, but, that's what it felt. It felt like it was just a tease to the guy who collects every hotshot toy ever. That 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 one toy they were like, we're gonna take this otherwise perfectly legitimate list and just write one total crack thing. Uh, but yeah, the thing is. You know, I've talked before about how much I love the way they do the color matching, but those bright yes, colors but... look terrible on a siege toy with all the little greebies, yeah, so there's like looks... all this shadowing. It's ridiculous. <sighs> Plus, you also, like, when I first saw the pictures, I figured, oh, this is somebody's shitty custom. Yeah. Because of all the, like, the silver, like, battle damage paint. It's like, it just looks like a bad paint job, because it's this bright blue, yellow, and red, like, one of those colors needs to be desaturated or changed or something. Yeah, just... Like, mostly, like, like, change the red legs. They look horribly bright on yeah, all the... that detail of the, the Siege Greeblies. Ugh. Just the combination of that color. I mean, the colors are great, but putting them on a toy with that much just three-dimensional detailing, just the way it create shadows yeah. on it and just makes him look very weird and it just doesn't work very well so no, it, it's a color scheme that would work on a cyberverse toy it does not work on a siege toy but yeah. i don't know i should probably buy the hound because i didn't realize he came with all the little neat guns and things it instead would even, of the hot shot because i don't care about hot shot as much it would even work on one of the other Siege toys, because there is that weird delineation with the Siege toys of some of them, like, Sideswipe being perfectly reasonable, and then others, like, yeah. Hound being covered in Greeblies. Yeah, like, the first few, like, Hound and Starscream and some, and, like, Prime, I guess, they're just too many Greebles. Yeah, so yeah, it just, it, it looks weird. It doesn't work, even though I just, in general, really love the color matching. Uh, also... Speaking of things that do work... Yeah! Nightbird! Yay! So there's this Nightbird, and you know, you were saying something about how we don't know it's not a custom, but I don't... I, I think that... It's probably... It's reasonable it, that it's true, but, like, all we had is, like, one picture that was a tweet that I think is now deleted, and it was just pictured on top of a Pulse box. Yes. So it could just be a really good custom. 
But it's probably going to happen because it's like it, it makes sense, and we haven't actually had a U.S. retail or even U.S. released Nightbird before. There was that a Japanese be... one that I almost got, but it was expensive, so I didn't, and now I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, that would be a huge dick move to like custom something like this and then take a picture of it just like oh i'll just put it on this hasbro selects box because it's sitting here like no it's it's on the box that it would come in if it were a proper release you know at least limited release toy it's it's probably safe to say that she's happening good job everybody's very happy for raksha i guess <laughs> yay Yay. From that one episode. She's not sentient. She's not sentient. Come on. <laughs> no, but it's, it, it, she's, she's, she's shown not, up in other blips in continuity, different continuities. She's not people. <laughs> the, origi the original one wasn't people, but, you know. Uh, I guess she can be people now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. I just like picking on her. Uh, so yeah, that, that is a thing that looks like it's going to be coming out. Uh, there's also, you know, people are starting to get, uh, get some of the stuff that they had ordered. Uh, there are pictures of that ratchet showing up. Did that ever actually go up for sale on Walgreens site? I, oh, that was on Walgreens? I, I don't know. I know I wanted it and I was figuring it would come out eventually somewhere. I didn't realize it was going to be Walgreens. Walgreens exclusives are always confusing. Because awesome. anytime I've gone to a Walgreens around here, they do not have a toy section. Also, it only just now occurred to me that maybe he was a Walgreens exclusive because he's a doctor. Ah, okay, that 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 makes sense. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's they did have a My Little Pony exclusive that was like the nurse pony. So that's oh, that's cute. That's I mean, they have had previous several previous Transformers exclusives that were not doctors, but it, it is possible that they got this one because he's a doctor and now I, I'm i mad at myself that I didn't think of that earlier. Uh, so, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I mean, I guess I could check real quick, but... Yeah, so like, toys are actually starting to come out again. I, I found out toys that probably came out a few weeks ago. Like, I have a Scraplet now. He is... <gasps> He's small, he's kind of cheap, he doesn't really transform, he just sort of stands up on his back legs or lays down. But oh, he has a gimmick where his head pops up and his mouth spins, so I love him and I want 20. <laughs> if I can ever find uh, any more, I will buy them on site. That's a Cyberverse one, isn't it? Yes. Yes, okay. I bought some Cyberverse toys because the um, Skybite also I have, because Skybite. Mm -hmm. I have seen the Skybite. Sky, well, I well, there are two Skybites. There's a regular, and there's the one with the armor. I got the armor because it's sillier. There's two, and it works. What? And, what kind of armor does he come with? Uh, a drill, like a drill tank thing. Ah, to drill to the earth, so it's ridiculous. It, it, I also got a star screen. I like, and I've realized apparently I accidentally got every slip uh, slipstream from the line because I forgot <laughs> I got the tiny one. Nice. Because, like, I didn't know there was a warrior one coming out until I saw it this week when I got the Scraplet and Skybite. But a few weeks ago, I bought the larger, goofier, gimmicky one. 
Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was a warrior, and then I got the tiny one behind me I forgot I bought a while ago. So I have three of them at different sizes. Uh-huh. Okay. I have every, every Slipstream released at retail, I think. Was... Nice. No, I think all the others were exclusives or con things or something. Uh, it does look like Walgreens does not yet have Ratchet up for sale, even though it was kind of assumed he was one of those that was just going to go oh. live at uh during... SDCC. That did not happen. Oh, well. Uh, but he's probably going to be out for the holidays. Usually they do a big, usually they're like exclusive shows up sometime in the fall when they're just starting to ramp up toys for the holidays. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully he will be showing up because he does look pretty decent and I didn't get the iron hide. So there you go. Uh, yeah. I, the iron I did pretty fi- good. I like it. I did find my little sports car patrol. So that was my exciting toy purchase. Uh, I I did also order Iron Factory Tarn, so look forward to hearing about that in the future. We Uh, shouldn't be talking about third-party toys, although, goddamn, they keep making more, like, Predacons and other combiner guys. Stop doing that, guys. Make more weird shit like Tarn. But then, yeah. Is there more than one Tarn? Because one Tarn I've seen looks really good. There's, okay, so there's technically, there's at least three, I believe. Uh, There's the Mastermind Creations one, uh, which is a more standard scale. Uh, There is the Iron Factory one, which is tiny, because their whole thing is that they're tiny. Uh, And then there's the Flame Toys one, which is technically third party, but it's licensed. Also, Ah, he, like, lights up, but does not transform. Okay, that that was the awesome one I saw. I forgot I, about the itty bitty one. I would say if you wanted one to be like your main Tarn toy to go with the Mastermind Creations one, uh, but yeah, there's also the the Flame Toys. Uh, also, I think we may have mentioned that Flame Toys was showing off their Victory Leo to go with their Star Saber at SDCC, and I was very excited. Oh, yeah, is it? And is it Flame Toys is the one that's also making the Wind Blade that looks. More like a lady in a bikini. Oh, I think so, yeah. I think that yeah, might be it, them. I I kind of like the the design, other than the fact that it looks a lot like she's wearing a bikini. Like, <laughs> the way the coloring's picked out is a little bit too much detail on that, guys. Other mm-hmm. than that, it looks good. Yeah, I Not mean... Sexualized, oh, but... Hmm. Yeah, they gotta make her sexy. I mean, to be fair, they also made, like, Drift. I mean, I guess he wasn't sexy in the same way. He's just sexy in, in, in the robot kind of way and not they, in the human they, they need kind to broaden of out. way. We, we, we need a, um, what you call it, robots in disguise strong arm with, with defined abs. Yes. Like, a lot of fan art seems to like to draw. Yes. Yes. Yes, we need that. That that is a thing that needs to happen. Uh, so yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, there's a comic coming with the Seacons. Uh, there's some very nice yeah, art out is, there of yeah. uh, their translation of More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise. Uh, the really comics. awesome covers that that make me tempted. Is like, oh, maybe I should import those because it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viz is, I guess, in addition to their, uh, 
Transformers manga collection. Uh, they are also putting out a big uh, visual history art book uh, with limited and regular covers by Jim Sorensen, uh, who, you know, old, old friend of our community. Uh, yeah, what, who is, did, is he uh, the one that was behind the animated almanac? Yeah. Yeah, he okay. was involved so, with the almanacs. He d- he does a lot of good stuff, but he loved to throw in way too much trivia that, like, is makes <laughs> ends up being confusing. Yes, the good ideas goes too far, but this is just a visual dictionary, so it's just a lot of artwork. Yay, which yeah. we like, like box art and stuff. This it looks be, like a lot of movie art. This should be kept from like making a bunch of weird random references semi canon. Uh, well, it, it'll probably have Cybertronian stuck text stuck in there that'll add lots of crazy shit to the wiki. <laughs> poor wiki. Yeah. That poor wiki. Uh, so yeah, uh, as for comics, uh, New Death Set is out. I yes. haven't gotten it yet. It's, uh, um, my, there. You, you will? Yes. Yes, I, I will get it pretty soon uh the the comic shop there's a new comic shop in this little town that i'm in uh good luck to them i don't know why anyone in 2019 would choose to open a comic shop but yeah oh it's new oh that's ridiculous yeah yeah but uh part of the thing is that they're trying to start things real slow and not ordering comics that they don't know anything about uh so oh. they but uh, while I was there, he talked to his distributor, and they're going to get me a copy of, of Death's Head and pre-order. This is why you need to pre-order comics, folks, I say, as someone who has yeah. not read floppies for several years. Yeah, digitals are good. I like I like having them physically. It's, it's more entertaining to read. But it also means I have a pile I haven't finished reading. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I was spoiled by getting into comics in the early 90s where $20 of, say, babysitting money could get you a significant pile of comic books. And now yeah, it that's can maybe get you five. Yeah. Yeah, five if you're lucky. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, if, if, if your pull list is a lot, they tend to knock a little bit off, but uh, it only helps so much. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the biggest drawback really but but death's head is worth it uh but i'm sure that's probably makes it a lot harder for shops to take a risk on something that they think may or may not sell is if you've got stuff that's like a four dollar cover price uh so, anyway, so I, I got it i read it yes. um the, the death's head voice is not quite on at least mostly so i'm told he says yes yes question mark a little bit too much, and I think he actually says bounty. Somebody said he says bounty hunting, but I didn't notice that because I guess I wasn't paying attention. I think someone mentioned that he refers to a bounty, which I suppose yeah, can just be allowed because he's not referring to himself. He's just, as part of his duties as a freelance peacekeeping agent, it, it could involve accepting bounties, but that doesn't mean you're a bounty hunter. Oh, yeah, like, he, like he says, Yondu Udanta. This is a bounty on my head, yes? So he's a bounty on his head. I guess he says it again. I bring see, so you the bounty. He's... Yeah, I don't think he actually says bounty hunter. Yeah, see, that's... Yondu says bounty hunter. But... Ah. 
See, there's a, a separation between just because you're using that term for the activity doesn't mean that that's your title. But yeah, I, I yeah, will have to give it a read. He's, you know, the character has a very sort of unique speech pattern and way of approaching the world that probably does take a bit of warming up to, to really properly tackle. So yeah, it's good enough for me, but I haven't read a lot of Death's Head. So um. I have read pretty much literally all the Death's Head there is, which is not that much. Yeah, you probably. Have. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you read the recenter Marvel one because he was in, he was in Iron Man, or was it his own series for a while? Well, he was he was I in Sword. Okay, so the thing is, Kieran Gillen. You're familiar with Kieran Gillen, right? Yes, um, a British guy who's often confused for Karen Gillan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, being British and being of the appropriate age, grew up on Transformers UK. And, uh, so pretty much all of the other recent Death Said stuff in, in Marvel that I'm aware of is his. Uh, so he brought him into Sword, uh, and then he was writing Iron Man. So he brought him into Iron Man. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. So, and this is this is written by uh, I think it's pronounced Teeny Howard. Okay. T i n i, or Teeny sounds uh, sounds legit. Yes. Who's written things that I haven't read because I don't read enough comics and there's there's only so much time in the day. Yeah. The, the writing. So, the writing, like I, I guess it's getting into Death's Head. It's entertaining. It's got Wiccan and Hulkling. They, um, from what I remember of what I've read of them, which isn't a lot that they seem in character still. mm Hmm. Well, they're probably a lot easier to get a feel for. They're not quite as peculiar. Yeah. Although the real selling point for this is is just it's Keizama, the art. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm looking good. forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing all of that. Uh, soon. Soon I will get that. So uh, so what do you want to talk about first? Ghostbusters and Transformers? Uh, or Transformers and Transformers? Uh, Ghostbusters and Transformers, because it'll probably be quicker, because, like, it is it's good, fine. but not, like, a lot <laughs> happens in, in, in two issues. It, it's fine. It, it's G1 cartoon-style Transformers, and sort of somewhere between the movie and, and the real Ghostbusters cartoon Ghostbusters, which I guess is the standard Ghostbusters comic style. I haven't read any of them before. Before. <laughs> I believe that this is a regular artist on some of the Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah, it, it it's fine. It, it's good. It it could move a little bit faster, but it, it's okay. It's Transformers and Ghostbusters. Yeah, it, it works. It's it's a gimmick book. Uh, I I still uh, nothing has quite topped uh the the bit in the first issue where the whole portal has the uh transformers the movie opening effect uh but other yeah. than that yeah it's it's fine oh the, the, there are lots of nice little gags in the background like slimers in a tank in in their firehouse and he has a picture of oh is it Harry, the, the robot from the Sea Spray episode where he turns into a mermaid. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ariel. Yeah. And, and, and the graffiti that ends up on Optimus Prime is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is cute. I mean, yeah, it's, it's cute. Uh, it's not particularly deep or 
action packed, but but it's cute. It's charming. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's honestly really what there is to say about it. I I may have to yeah, pretty much find an Ectotron somewhere because he's cute. He's a cutie. He's kind of He's yeah, a science a, cutie. It's exact Yes. If you want to read Ghostbusters and Transformers, it's what you want to read. <laughs> it is those things. It is those yeah. Uh so yeah, meanwhile, the uh the Transformers, the adjectiveless Transformers ongoing continues to plot along. Uh yeah, and, and I, What even happened? I don't like because there's two issues we haven't talked about. I think there's two issues we haven't talked about. It's been a while. Yeah. It feels like the the covers were swapped around because, like, the cover of 10 is, is Chromie and Six Shot. Well, oh, they, I guess these are the standard ones. I don't know. And and then there's a bunch of people who show up at the end of this issue. Issue 10 on the cover of 9. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the cover art, the interior art's okay. Cyclonus has more stuff to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of getting the know. feeling that he is sort of like, uh, I don't know, Klaus from Umbrella Academy. You know, the, the he can actually I, talk to the dead, uh, and that it's not just hallucinations. But other than that, it just continues on. Uh, there was a, a rise base. They blew up some stuff there was six shot he wasn't that impressive yeah. sideswipe got to talk about his his thermal lance <laughs> like sideswipe put put away your thermal lance no one wants to see that uh and, and but there's, there's politics stuff and and oh megatron is behind the the rise is that what the fuck the bad guy the the terrorists are called yes oh, the names that's are, the I, the terrorist version of the ascenticons Okay, it, it's hard to latch on to some of the... I guess Ascenticons is kind of a good name, but, like, mm-hmm. trying to grasp, like, oh, the rise, what the shit... Oh, so they're going to turn around and it's... Well, see, Ascending is... It's right. It's, <laughs> it, like, I, I had a thought after finishing the last issue, like, this comic would be better if it, like, had a Jonathan Hickman infographics in the comic. <laughs> yes. Like with all the circles and lines and things, like oh, I can follow the patterns and things. That would actually improve this comic at least slightly, because that kind of feels like it's what it's. This going comic for. would be better if it was by Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, honestly, I mean, I've read some Jonathan Hickman, and it's hard to grab. Like I've heard people talk about the do X Men thing, which sounds great if you like X Men and confusing shit. And timelines and uh, graphs. It is but... definitely on my my newly established poll list. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's I, I like, do like X Men. If this was graphs. more Hickman, like if it was more like, oh, there's a mystery, it's confusing, things will make sense later on. But it feels like this is trying to do that and then not succeeding by no. not being interesting, kind of <laughs> in the same way the Hickman comics are like. His plotting is good, but his characters tend to be like cardboard cutouts, which sometimes is interesting if he's using the right cardboard cutouts, like dancing Dr. Doom around. It's like, yeah, Dr. Doom's doing Doom stuff. I could deal with that, but like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, ah, I just don't care about these comics. 
Also, uh, as as I recall, uh, Jonathan Hickman is the one to be held responsible for the names of the members of the Black Order from uh, Thanos's crew, uh, which yeah. are absolutely ridiculous. They're kind of ridiculous. They're actually kind of really good Transformers names. Yeah, they would be good Transformers. Proxima Midnight could be a Transformer really easily. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, I just, every time I see, okay, A, this shockwave is kind of boring, uh, but B, also, oh, every no. time I see shockwave now and he's not cyberverse shockwave, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, he's not I really scowling. Think, <laughs> I really think his little scowly shape needs to be one of those things that just, like, influences every future <laughs> iteration of the character. Although the, the the way the art kind of carries this, it, it might be a nervous shockwave. Like he's he's like, please take a step back, Megatron. It's like he's getting too close. Yes. Yeah. Again, it makes me really miss how well some previous artists, cough, Alex Milne, cough, were at <laughs> Nick, you know having Nick Roche, characters cough, Kazama, like him. Coughs, uh, yeah. Sarah Petrie Durocher, cough, Jack Lawrence, almost everybody from. The previous run, except for Olivia Raymondelli. Yes, actually, yeah. I don't think other than other than Raymondelli, I don't think there was a bad artist in the main stuff. I didn't read Regeneration One. That was Guido. Yeah, Guido and Guido. it was. I okay. mean, it was basically. I think it was there was some Andrew Wildman, and then when Guido was doing it, he was mostly just looking like Andrew Wildman, and he is very yeah, good at copying fine. other art styles. That That is, I would say, a strength of his as an artist. Yeah, we, we were kind of spoiled, because like even Milne, who started out a bit rough, got really, really good. Yeah, there was a point a couple issues into More Than Meets the Eye when just like everyone I knew in the fandom was like, Alex Milne is my favorite artist i don't know how that happened i know no it, it's a weird jump it's like well because his early stuff was very much like leftovers from the style that was sort of forced upon him by trying to ape pat lee in the dreamwave stuff so he was all puffy and not great and then for a while mm -hmm. it was like everybody looked like a gundam mm -hmm. which was fine but everybody looked like a gundam yes. and then somewhere he transitioned but like I don't know, trying to ape Roche or something, and he just got really expressive and good. Yes, he just, I mean, maybe he just, you know, was allowed to do his own thing, because I'm sure at Dreamwave they tried to push sort of a house style, and he just yeah. sort of had to unlearn that and, and figure out his own thing. Uh, but, but yeah, like, I was reminded of, uh, because I was, uh, Getting that tiny tarn. I was looking up the tarn because that, uh, the iron factory tarn, despite being extremely tiny, does have a removable mask with his, like, scarred up face underneath it. And I looked him up on the TF wiki. You know, I was like, that, that is, that is how his face was under it, wasn't it? And there is a, a, uh, one thing of him talking to Shockwave, talking about how, like, he, he goes to the list in order and, and, they have to hunt down everyone in order. So today, today is all about you. And Shockwave just goes, but that's, that's incredibly inefficient. And just <laughs> like, that has more yeah, expression to Shockwave than anything in this. I just really love him being appalled at the inefficiency. Some of the Cyclonus pages are pretty good in, in expression, but like, it's. Yeah. 
Not that any of the artwork in this is bad. It just it needs work to be the to the level of Transformers we're used to now. Well, the Cyclonus stuff. Let me double check. Yeah, I think the Cyclonus stuff is probably Anna Malkova. So uh, I think so. It, it, it's also weird that they have so many artists on these issues. Yes. I guess, well, I guess these are double shipping, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. a modern comic thing, which kind of annoys the piss out of me. Because you get shit like this, where inconsistent art, because you have to have like three artists at least on an issue. And it's like, I don't mm-hmm. divide yeah. shit better or or uh, something. Or yeah. alternate between artists. I don't know. Right. Or have, I don't know. I don't, or, like, maybe don't double ship. Maybe give people time to work yeah. on things. But then I I am sort of curious what the rationale between or behind double shipping it is. Uh, which well, I, I could probably guess it's really easy. Like, it's the same title you're putting on your pull list. It's just coming out twice as often. Instead of, like, you're getting Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man and Web of Spider-Man. It's different things. And the old system is like, oh, there's, like, four Spider-Man volumes that come out in one month now it's just one spider-man that comes out twice a month right but still like if if we look back at look back at the 90s which is definitely a time that comic books need to be trying to recreate no they don't it was a Uh, they keep no but they keep doing that that's part of this unless there was a big crossover event going on you could be reading x-force and not read adjectiveless x-men you could be reading adjectiveless x-men and not really bother with uncanny and vice versa well that's whereas that's this the thing i think the same story it's the same well that's the thing they they want you to be on that same story now i'm gonna put story in air quotes though they don't want you to buy separate issues of course with the the other problem is that they also kind of thinks like oh you're staying with this one story and this one comic and you're still gonna buy all these other things no because you're double and triple shipping this shit I have to cut some of your other comics yeah and <laughs> so that I'm only reading sort of this one brings up something the, we the were idea. we were about to discuss prior to recording uh, which you know like I said I I have a comic shop now I'm in a position of getting to decide whether that's something to to financially support and you were saying that you're not really doing that now because it's so bad <clears throat> kind of well um, at least no you said you're getting this one but you're not getting any of the livio raymondelli stuff that's coming up no well no because the comic shop knows i like transformers and well for a while it was godzilla and some they, they know some things i tend to get and mm-hmm. they'll ask, oh, do you want to have this pull? It's like, with Transformers, it's always, yeah, sure, add that. Yeah, sure, add it. Oh, we got Ghostbusters. Yeah, sure, add that. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's this new one. Wait, what is it? It's like, oh, fuck that one with Livia Remedelli. No. It's the first time I've ever <laughs> said no to a Transformers comic added to my pull list. Because it was Livia Remedelli. Yeah, that's... Well, because Livia Remedelli, and also, I don't I don't care about the one I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I don't need yeah. two. Yeah. Although the other and one that's... could be well written, and it's it's about hmm. what was it about like Instructicons or something? It's basically it's like an anthology series. Oh, see, that sounds good, but it's Livio Raymondelli, so I really don't give a shit because. Well, maybe it's not all Livio Raymondelli. <laughs> well, maybe not. It might change eventually, but like I still haven't gone back and read those. Um, what you call the whatever the, the Optimus Prime issues that he drew? It's like no. Oh I don't, I don't yeah. Want... I don't want to. Because no. I just, all Wait. I'm doing in those is just reading and skipping the art when it goes, 
Admittedly, it goes fast, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because, ah, uh, just... His art, like, is... The antithesis of what I think about about comic book art. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I'm so used to... You know, and, and I, you know, was setting up a pull list at this new place. I was like, oh, I'll get all just whatever Transformers stuff comes out, even though the current stuff is terrible. And But it's... You know, I I come from this time when it was like if you don't buy the Transformers stuff that's coming out, they're going Hasbro's just going to give up on Transformers. And that's probably not really the case anymore. No, prob- uh, like, like probably not like I mean that's the thing like Marvel if a new series comes out and you don't read like if a new series of new warriors comes out and you don't order it like that shit's gonna get canceled admittedly I have read the last one I've completed it's like oh bring more I like new warriors but but yeah like Transformers I think IDW is gonna keep putting it out as long as there's as long as Hasbro is making cartoons and toys I don't Mm -hmm. think we have to worry about a Transformers comic book title dying per se unless it's really 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 bad uh-huh which we may be getting there yeah honestly there's there's also the the part of me that's like well maybe they should you know maybe they need to see that stuff like this isn't going to sell that taking some just like genuinely critically acclaimed stuff and just resetting it and putting on some fantasy novelist who doesn't know how to plot for comics is not going to work and i mean they'll still have the license so they're probably going to want to do something with it but you know that is kind of well that 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 goes back to the thing we talked about maybe dead is better (laughs) yeah well like, like just getting a novelist and immediately putting them on a comic is kind of a bad idea yeah nine times out of ten it's not gonna work and i can only think of like Two times it's kind of worked recently. Mm-hmm. Although the first, like, um, well, uh, Saladin Ahmed is, holy crap, he's good. He's mm-hmm. been writing forever. And, um, Tanahasi Coates, or was, wait, no, was he, is he a novelist or so, or short story yeah. or something? Yeah, he's a novelist. Okay. Yeah, it's, like his first, I think his first Marvel stuff was rough, but then he mm-hmm. got really good quick. I know, I believe, uh, Sean Ann McGuire, uh, is doing some stuff, uh, mostly because we have a mutual friend who is enamored of Sean Ann McGuire. Uh, and, uh, I know Marjorie Liu, uh, she was a novelist too, uh, but, you know, oh, mostly wait, okay, I was okay, familiar maybe, with um, her doing comics. Rainbow Rowell was, I, th- Rainbow yeah. Rowell, something like that. Uh, I forget, she, she was, a, no, I think she still might be on Runaways. I forget if she did something before that for comics. Maybe this is the lesson, is that male novelists don't know how to <laughs> plot for comics. Or the, um, uh, white male novelists, let's, let's put it that way. Well, you said Tanahisi Coates had some trouble at first. I mean, I'm not saying they yeah. can't learn. I'm just saying that coming in, they have more trouble. Early, at least from what I heard, like his the first like series was it? See, um, crap! What did he write first? I don't remember. I just remember hearing people say like, "Is good, but it's not quite comics good." Right, like but you know he they, he got the hang of it. Too wordy. I won't hear any of that. <laughs> Give me well, too wordy. Well, yeah, well, 
yeah, go back to like um, our old stuff we like from the eighties is too wordy. But modern comics is like, well, you don't you don't have the thought bubble, so there's a lot less dialogue. Should be a lot less dialogue, unless you're a Hickman comic or something. <laughs> yeah, I love overly wordy writers, but uh, but so we get the last page <sighs> here, uh, and we do get like random bunch of recent toy characters and then some other characters he probably pulled up by looking up female transformers in the wiki and sentinel prime is just there in his where did i don't know why the sentinel prime toy is sentinel prime it's just it just well because it reminds me of fire guts god jinrai <laughs> yeah I, I don't i well like wasn't that the color like they designated somebody who was in the g1 cartoon as oh that was sentinel prime retroactively and he was this <sighs> annoying orange color scheme i don't and know and somehow and they just made him an, an astrotrain redeco which was kind of weird but I do like I that after they get off the ship, the ship transforms. And I guess the ship looks like it might have lipstick, so I guess maybe it's a lady ship. It took me a second to realize that's what the fuck was happening. Yes. Because I like it's like, oh, there's a ship landing, and then, then there's a panel of some lady robot standing up, and then there's the bottom panel of everybody close. It's like, oh, really? Oh, that's two panels. But there's, like, no transition. <laughs> and other than, like, the patterns right. on her arms and the vague color scheme of the shuttle robot, like, I uh -huh. couldn't tell that she was supposed to be the shuttle immediately. Like, there should I have been a middle I mean, stage. Yeah, there could have been another panel in there. So, yeah, we have, I believe, at least two more issues of this. And I'm sort of curious to see what's going to happen after that. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Have there been solicits for after this? Um, there should, well, since it's usually three months out, there should have been by now. I mean, I, I guess I think. should be pestering my new best friend at the local comic shop, because that's, that's something I would kind of like to know about, is... Yeah, thinking about that, that's something we should have looked up, but, uh, I Okay, previews shows uh, Transformers 14 for August. Oh. Uh, it also shows Galaxy. Okay. I'm guessing August probably means the August issue of previews, which means it would be in a couple months. Yeah. Uh, it also mentions Galaxy's number two. Uh, but... There's, okay, so there is a 14. Uh, so, oh, now shipping monthly. Oh, it's going to monthly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does it, this does it says, actually list who's writing the damn thing? In shops, October sixteenth. Uh, still, Brian Ruckley still looks like the plot uh. is creeping along. The Ascenticon Guard, security security operations, and the Rise are caught in a three-way face-off. Cybertron is teetering on the brink of chaos, but there is still hope for peace. And leading the way to restore that peace are the only bots that make sense: Megatron, Soundwave, and Starscream. Dude, the last series, the last iteration of IDW's Transformers comics put Starscream in charge of Cybertron, so you're really not going to shock me with literally any of this. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like it's just going monthly with more of the same. Yeah, oh goody. So yay, we got more of that to look forward to that, that I'm going to cut out chunks so they won't even notice that we're rambling for a bit. It's like, oh, are we getting those issues? <laughs> is it continuing? It is. It's gonna uh, be even slower but it's monthly. monthly. Yeah. So you'll have even more time to completely forget what happened last issue because it was totally irrelevant. Well, 
it should be better for the art, depending upon who yeah. they get to stick around. I suppose. Uh, let's say, did I close it? Uh, uh, well, yeah, it shows uh, interiors by Anna Malkova and, and Beth McGuire Smith uh, with just Angel Hernandez on the cover. Okay, well, that's a thing. <laughs> so, so yes. And my, my throat is dead. It will be continuing. It'll be monthly. Time to wrap this up. Yeah. We've been talking too long. Ah, oh, crap, it's been an hour again, damn it. Good job. I'll trim some things, uh, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the state of things. The comics are still more or less adequate. I would say probably less and less adequate with every month that nothing of any real significance happens. Uh, we, we are yes. slowly descending into bad. Uh, I get... I, the comic, I think, is better. It's just that it started out so blah that I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I also don't care. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, hopefully, by... Uh, well, we should probably uh, hopefully get another episode in before Unicron finishes, but if you happen to have $6 yeah. lying around because you live in a place with a ridiculously high cost of living, so your job pays you reasonably for your region, uh, then... <laughs> And pitch in for that. Uh, otherwise, uh, spectate with us. Uh, and so, yeah, we will be back in a couple weeks with more of whatever happens until then. Uh, so until then, this has been Jen. And David. Good night. Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.